Hello, and how are you doing today? It seems like it's been forever since I got to um, do just a solo episode. So I'm excited and I'm getting to redo this one because I already, I just recorded this and then my recording software wouldn't work. So <laughs> whatever, maybe I was chatting too much on the first one. So thank you so much for being here. I truly appreciate it. And a shout out to everybody who has sent me pictures of themselves with my new book, Fit, Active and Ageless for Life. I've been getting a lot of photos and I'm going to share all of them. So if you're one of those people, please take a photo. I don't care what it looks like. Send it over to me at my email. And um, you can just send it as support at Fit is Freedom. So if you haven't gotten the new book, you can find it on Amazon. You can get it on the website, whatever you want. I'll tell you more at the end. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say about the book right now. So thank you so much for being here. Hey there, Kelly here. And thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. So today I want to do um, another Ask Me Anything episode. So I get a lot of different emails and they just they just kind of come in and people are asking me questions and I tend to, to send them quick responses, but we also save all those emails because I figure that if one person's asking that question, there are a lot more people who are thinking it. So here's here's what we've got today. The first question that came in and and one of them is a compilation, just so you know, um, and a, a bunch of people sending me emails. And then there are a couple of similar ones. First one came from D and D said, what do you mean when you talk about fitness mindset and why do I need it? Perfect. Perfect question. I do talk about fitness mindset. Sometimes I don't say it in those exact words, but it always has to do with how we think about our fitness, how we think and feel, actually. It's a lot to do with how we feel about it too. But what I mean by that, and when I say our fitness, not how our bodies are, but how we're caring for, them, how we're doing the movement, how we're doing the exercise, whatever it is, like how we think about that matters a lot. In fact, I would go so far as to say that all fitness starts in our head. We want it to be physical, right? But the truth is, is that if we don't give ourselves a reason to do what it is that we want to do, if we don't give ourselves um, the belief in ourselves that we'll do it, um, there's all these things that go on. And if we don't have that fitness mindset, then we never get started. So a couple of things that happen. One of them is, a fitness mindset is a mindset that allows you to believe in yourself no matter what. Okay. And those are big words because a lot of times when people um, first start working with me, one of the things that some, that people will say to me is that I've tried it all. I've tried all the other things. Nothing's ever worked. I've kind of gotten to that point where I think maybe it's time to just give up. <laughs> those are words that like pierce me to my heart because we can't give up. This is, this is, this is our life. Okay. 
I, I believe this so much that I will say that again. Fitness has to be part of our life. It has to be who we are. It doesn't mean that it's the only thing we do. It doesn't mean it's the only thing we think about, but it does mean that we have that priority because when we move, we're caring for ourselves. We, it's a long game, right? So when you're caring for yourself and you're doing your movement and you're using your mind to get yourself going, that's the long game of fitness. But it goes even more than that. I mean, fitness is more than just a long game. It's a life game, okay? Like it's what's going to keep us going for a very long time. So having that mindset that says, yes, this is important. Yes, I believe in myself. Yes, I'm willing to challenge myself when I need to, because that's another piece of it. When we get like we get good at what we're doing, we're like consistent and we're doing the same thing all the time. What will happen is that we'll get bored. <laughs> we do. We get bored. I mean, just like anything, you'll be like, up, oh, I'm just doing this. And pretty soon it's like maybe you don't call it bored, but it has become so habitual that some of the um, body stress goes away because it's just another thing you do. So catch yourself and challenge yourself. Challenging yourself is, can be anything. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but challenging yourself matters and knowing that there's always more, <laughs> which is good and bad, right? <laughs> a lot of times when people, when I first start working with someone, they'll be like, I just want to get consistent with this. Like I'm I don't, I'm not consistent with my good eating and I'm not consistent with my movement and so on and so forth. And we get to that point where all of a sudden their eating's pretty darn good. You know, I mean, good enough. And like, I think 80% good is good enough, right? So eating's pretty good. They've got a, they've got a fitness program and they're doing it. And all of those things are happening. And then one of two things happens. Either you just kind of start doing it like, you know, it's on autopilot or you challenge yourself. You push a little harder. You find that next thing. And when you find that next thing, what it does is it allows you to expand. Your mind gets interested again, right? You know, when you, when you have something interesting, we get um, more excited and willing to try new things. So it pushes us more. So try that, okay? Like keep keep believing that. Yes, you've got this. Yes, there's always more. Yes, you can challenge yourself. And when that negative voice, which it does, shows up, shows up for everybody at some time, then that's when you want to double down and start dealing with how do I work past this and get it into my fitness mindset? Okay. And so this negative voice is a little bit different, but this is actually question two. So let's jump into question two, which is going to be part of question one. So question two came from um, Anna and she basically said, so what do I do when I'm doing the things that I need to be doing, but there's that voice in my head saying, Hmm, you could be doing more. Hmm. You could be trying harder. Hmm. Is this as much as you're going to do? Right. That's, that's a, that's a tough one. Okay. Because we want to push ourselves, but we also want to be willing to say, you know what? I'm doing the thing I said I was going to do. 
I'm on it and I'm proud of myself. So that's a big piece, right? That's a really big piece. Like keeping that, keeping that negative voice at bay, a couple of suggestions is one way, one way, if you catch yourself like having that voice that comes up and it's not really being like, hey, you are on it, Kelly, good job, you know, go for it. Um, what you really want to do is say, okay, how can I move my attention from this voice that isn't doing me any good? Oftentimes it's by taking action. Okay. Do something else. Do something um, that's positive. Like go listen to a podcast that inspires you. Read a book that that encourages you. Like all of those things really, really, really will keep us moving forward, even though, even though they're not part of the quote unquote workout plan, they are part of the workout plan because your workout plan, I guess now that I'm saying this out loud, I always say that you, you need some mobility, you need some cardio and you need some strength or resistance, right? I guess we need to add a fourth one to that. You need some brain stuff because there's always got to be a way to um, encourage yourself to go a little harder, to get rid of the negative voice, to do the things that you want to do. So next question that we have, and I'm going to wrap this up pretty quick today. I'm going to give it a go, is this is a compilation. I had several people write in and they're all basically about adventure. So here's the, here's the rough draft. One of them is, why do I suggest it all the time? Um, what is adventure? And how do you train for it? And how do you get started? So I wanted to just read something really quick because this is like the best example or um, definition of adventure I think I've seen in a while. And it said that the only real difference between an adventure and an activity is knowledge of the outcome. An activity is predictable. An adventure is something new. Isn't that so true, right? Like I was thinking about that earlier when I, um, earlier this morning. So earlier this morning, I went for a hike and it's a hike I do quite frequently. I'm out there and I'm, I'm doing it and I'm thinking, hmm, I like this hike. It challenges me. It does, but it also, there's no adventure in that hike anymore. I know it, right? I, I know the trail. I know what I'm going to do. Um, I'm no longer like pushed. So I tried something different. I thought, okay, if this doesn't push me, why don't I see what else I could do? And there's like hills, Houston hills. Okay. Houston hills are like, I don't know, mole mounds, I guess. But so I started just like going back and forth up some of them. I started doing some, I started doing the trail backwards a little bit. I started doing some things that were a little bit different, nothing like earth shattering, but enough to re-engage me so that I was, it was no longer just an activity. It was something that was a little different. I did know what the outcome was. I knew I was going to get out of the trail. I know these trails, but at the same time, it was a re-engagement. And why I suggest adventure is because it pushes us past where we are, okay? Um, the way I always think about it is, think about it like pushing you outside of your comfort zone. And sometimes people say, well, why do I need to get outside of my comfort zone? Whenever 
we do something that pushes us past our comfort zone, we never come back to who we were before. We're always a little different. There's an excitement that happens in an adventure or when you're pushing yourself a little harder, there's excitement that comes from it that doesn't happen when you're doing the same old, same old. So that's one of the reasons I'm so big on adventure is that it just, it just tweaks us. Okay. But tweaks us in a good way, like gets us thinking and pushing and adventure doesn't have to be anything crazy. Okay. Adventure can be anything earlier in the summer. We had a call on my, uh, with my group program. And one of the things I said was everybody, let's just take like a couple of minutes and write down just a few things that you could do this summer that are outside of your comfort zone, that are a quote unquote adventure. And it doesn't have, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be anything. So people came up with, I'm going to take um, a painting class. This was somebody who had always thought about painting, but had never done it. So like definitely outside of her comfort zone. Another person was going to um, take up pickleball. She hadn't done it, but you know, she thought, okay, this is something new outside of her comfort zone. Someone else said that she was going to do it. She was signing up for this trip that she'd been looking at. And it was a big trip, um, biking and sailing and hiking. Like There was a lot of stuff going on in that trip. And she'd been holding back, even though... <laughs> even though she'd had that picture of that trip on her wall for a year. So she was like, done, I'm going to do this thing. So definitely when she comes back from that trip, she's not going to be the same person she was. It, it's so good to push ourselves a little bit more because it gives us more life in our life every time, every time. Um, so don't get me started on adventure because I'll talk all day. But that was the next piece was, how do you get started? So my suggestion, I would say, make a list of a few things that kind of get your interest. Um, they could be things that push you, push you out of your comfort zone. <laughs> For me, way out of my comfort zone would be a painting class. Like I think I have about as much creative um, ability in my fingers as, I don't know, <laughs> probably as my dog. Um, so that would be a real big push, but it wouldn't really interest me. Like it's not something that really gets me excited. So I'd have to do something different. So make a list, like three things, four things, five things, whatever it is, something that makes you go, huh? Hmm. Those are, that's always a good sound. Hmm. What if I did that? What would change for me? So start there, right? Or what's something I've always wanted to do? Like, what's something that I've always thought about doing? What's something that gets me um, excited, right? What's something that if I woke up in the morning, I knew I was going to go do it, I'd be like, whoa, big day, fun day. So look for those kinds of things, the things that light you up. That's what most adventures are. They are things that light you up. Sometimes there are things that, you know, kind of, terrify you too, but not usually. Like most of us are, are willing to, you know, play in that zone where we're doing things that we want to do, that we're excited about, that light us up, but they don't, you know, they don't make us dry mouth and um, sweaty palmed. But if they do, and it's something you want to do, go do it. <laughs> Why not? Right. Um, and it could be like, I, like anything for me, 
Zip lining, I'm not a big fan of heights and machinery. That gives me the sweaty palm. I'll go do it. But um, looking for things like that, things that kind of get you, push you a little bit. Then how do you train for it? So my favorite way to train for something is first you pick, first you pick your adventure, whether it's a trip or come come with me on a retreat and I'll help you get trained. Um, or maybe it's something new that you want to try, whatever it is. Like, and then look at how much time do you have? How much time do you have to get ready for whatever it is? Next, where are you starting from? Okay, that's important. It's important. It's, I'm, I mentioned earlier, it's super important because we want to start where our bodies are at. We don't want to start where maybe we were, like for myself, a um, number of years ago, I used to do sprint triathlons and I don't anymore. And, and for a couple of reasons, but um, mainly because I just, I don't, I don't run at all anymore. But back then I was at a different place than I am now. So if I was going to go do a sprint, then I would have to start where I am now, not where I left off 15 years ago. Does that make sense? Because it's a difference. There's a difference in our bodies. There's a difference in our joints. There's a difference in our muscles. So we have to start where we are today. And if today is you haven't been doing anything for a while, then you start even slower. If it means that you've been doing some things, but you haven't been doing, you want to go on a bicycle trip and you haven't been riding, then you need to start where you are, not where you're going to be. And do that first. Know how long it's going to be. Know where you are. And then you want to get a mix in of some mobility, some cardio, and some um, and some resistance. Okay, and mobility is nothing more than warming up your joints. It's not necessarily stretching. It's more like moving your joints. I've done lots of I've done lots of videos on this, and I've done lots of podcasts on this. So just know that mobility is about warming up your joints. So you want to do those things, and then you want to mix in some, some pieces that you might not think you need. Uh, so let's say you're going on a hiking trip. You want to also add to your resistance, not just legs, but upper. And the best I can do to tell you about that is just to explain on one of the trips that we had, we um, were going to do, I don't even remember where we were going. I think it was to Yosemite, but I'm not exactly sure. And one of the hikes was going to definitely require trekking poles. So I suggested to everybody that they go ahead and do those um, upper body movements in addition to the um, underbody or the lower body movements that were in their plan because they would be using their arms. Some people did, some people didn't. You could tell who did and who didn't because the day after the hike, you know, poles use your triceps, they use your um, biceps a little bit, but mostly your triceps. And you could tell who was hurting. <laughs> so definitely think outside the box. It's not just about training the piece of your body that you're going to be using consistently on your adventure, but it's also bringing in your whole body because it all matters. And like I said, if you, this is what I do. I mean, I, and I'll do another, I'll do a podcast a little later in the year and be very, very specific. I just wanted to give you guys like a high level on this, but make sure that you're training all of yourself and you're picking adventures 
that get you excited. Okay. Let me stop for just a second. And um, I, a couple of things. One thing is if you have questions for me, all you have to do is drop a, you can go to the website, fitisfreedom.com and drop a question through the comment box. You can, um, you can also just email me directly, Kelly at Fit is Freedom. But I do love, I do love getting the questions. So please feel free to do that. And also make sure that you um, check out my new book. <laughs> it's a good one. And the fun thing about it is there's a lot of adventure information in there. So thank you so much for being here today. And I will talk to you again next week. See you then. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com, and on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass, plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.